It is the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. Great stuff with Jay Lehman. Unfortunately, it has to come to an end. But hopefully, we got a great football game to enjoy tonight. And Jay's done a fantastic job breaking it all down, whether it's Illinois, the Big Ten, the bowl games, the college football playoff, and everything in between, all the fun that we've had outside of just football breakdowns. We've appreciated that a lot. I think Jay really enjoys showing his ability to talk more than football. I agree. Because there were times, there's been times, and I, I would, if Jay's listening, I think he would agree to this. There's been times in in years past where Illinois football was not competitive at all. Mm-hmm. And he would come in, and Illinois basketball had started, and we were chomping at the bit to talk about a upset of Duke or whatever, and it was like, oh, we got to talk Illinois football with Jay. But I think Jay really enjoys talking other sports and I think you know I and I think that's one thing that that happens sometimes is that we we kind of uh we we push a guy into the corner and say up oh, Jay Lehman all-american football player he can only talk football well why can't he know more basketball than me there's no reason why he can't and probably does so it's I, I think it's been fun for him to kind of get a little bit out of that football only and chat uh by the way I can relate to that too because it's well, yeah. Guys starting out, you just think, okay, he's the basketball and recruiting guy. Exactly. And I'm just dying to talk NFL. Right. Yeah, because when we used to have you on as more of a specialist, if you will, just to talk Illinois basketball, then I'm sure Piper was like, uh, listen, I'll talk whatever you want to talk, and I know 10 times more than you. Uh, I don't know about oh, that. No, you do. Believe me. So it, it was. it's great to be able now for you to kind of open up as a uh, as basically the lead host now of the show and just kind of do your thing, which is awesome. It is Caravan Week. Let's talk about it. Jordan Walker's going to be here Friday. So far, Haley's doing her thing and not having a daughter early. Not yet, no. Okay, but you never know what can happen you, there. You never know. It kind of got the word today. It could be, could be any time. Oh, wow. Now, we got to wait till Kyle gets back. Yeah. So you'd let her know she's got at least <laughs> okay. another week. Uh, I think he's back next Monday, by the way, for those that uh, for those two people out there that love Kyle. I'm kidding, <laughs> Kyle. Parents? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. His dad and mom are probably like, when do you go back? I'm ready to listen to you again on the show. Yeah! <laughs> Poor Kyle. Love you, Kyle. We'll probably get something on the text line saying, I heard that. I miss you, Kyle. <laughs> I do, too. Man, I really missed him Friday. But somehow, Hans D helped me out a ton. Uh, Jason, of course, did a great job on the show, but Hans helped me behind the scenes making sure everything clicks. So that was good. I need to do it again soon to keep a little bit of that. Okay, mm-hmm. so Jordan Walker, this Friday, 11 o'clock, the doors open, noon, the show starts. I've always, people have always asked me what time you should really get there. I, like 11.30. Get there about 11.30, settle in, and then the players and, and the announcers will come walking in, but you're going to see Jordan Walker, Andre Palante, Packy Naughton and Victor Scott II from the Cardinals at the Cardinals Caravan at the I Hotel and Conference Center this Friday. It is free. People have asked over and over, how much are tickets? How do I get tickets? You just walk in. It is free of charge. And if you have something, an autograph that you want to get, Derek Piper, Yep. Mm-hmm. if you don't have anything for them to autograph, there are things at the door that say 24 Cardinals Caravan that you can go up and you can get all of them to sign. Uh, Also, Brad Thompson, who I think does a wonderful job when he does color and also studio work for uh, Bally Midwest. Benji Molina is going to be there as well. Somebody noted 
that he wasn't here last year. I'd forgotten. I think it was two years ago that Benji was here. And then uh, it was Polo Asensio who was here last year. It was hilarious. And then Chip Carey is going to be here to MC it. Arguably, as you look through this, this is the best of the six caravans. When you include Chip Carey, Brad Thompson, and then you've got Jordan Walker along with some other guy. I mean, I think and Benji I'm, and and Benji and I think uh, Palante is going to be big this year for the Cardinals. And Victor Scott the second might be somebody you run into later in the season that really helps you out. I was looking through some of the alumni that go to these. Bernard Gilkey, we had him last year. Gary Bennett, who I think his first Cardinals at bat ever was a grand slam, if I'm remembering that. Maybe. I know he hit a Sunday night baseball grand slam against the Cubs. Okay. Was it a walk-off? I think. Maybe I'm just thinking of that. Uh, Caravan 2 has Ryan Ludwick and Rick Ankiel. That'd be kind of cool. Remember I ran I into... Love, I loved Rick Ankiel as a player. I, I ran loved into him. Rick Ankiel down in the Bahamas. That that trip to the Bahamas, I ran into Rick Ankiel, Kyle Loge, and then Julio Jones was there, but I didn't... He had a lot of people Julio around Jones. Him. I wow. didn't get a chance to talk to him, but... Uh, I chatted most with well Rick had his Rick Ankiel had his kids so I didn't want to bother him. I said hi and mentioned that I uh you know loved watching him pitch etc. But uh Kyle Loesch was hilarious. Like he and I stood in the beer line and chatted, man. It was awesome. I would take Kyle Loesch back on the oh, staff by the way in a heartbeat. He had a handful of good years for the Cardinals. <laughs> yes, he did. Caravan 3 has Kerry Robinson and Kyle McClellan. Uh, Jason Mott and Al Roboski are on Caravan 5. And That's then, a pretty good duo. It is a good one. Jason Simon Tachi and Xavier Scruggs, Caravan 6. So that's just kind of an idea of, of course, we get Caravan 4. And again, that's uh, Benji Molina, Brad Thompson, and then, of course, Chip Carey as your MC. So again, doors open at 11 this Friday. iHotel, free of charge. Come out and meet Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker, who in his last month of the season – Hit 304, four home runs, 12 RBIs, OPS of 853. A guy that 16 home runs last year, could he hit 25 this year in a full mm, allotment? I think so. A games, I could see that. I think so. I think that curveball kind of get, started getting to him a little bit, but he started to kind of come around on it, that breaking ball, which happens to a lot of guys. Um, last week also, someone texted in, and I didn't get a chance to get to it, about the Cubs and what they do. They do a big convention. Mm. up in Chicago. I, I don't, do they do it still at McCormick center, which is right there by soldier. And, uh, but the Cubs do a big convention where everybody comes up and it's a big deal. It's, I mean, they run it very well from what I've been told, but they used to tour a little bit like the Cardinals do. And they, I know Bloomington, they used to come to, but I don't think they do that anymore. They just kind of, they basically say, we're going to do it here. Huge convention come to us. And, uh, so if you're a Cubs fan and, and, anxious or wanting wanting to know why they don't do kind of what the Cardinals do that's why so and the winter winter warm-up I think starts this weekend right for the Cardinals I've never been to that I have not either I just I it'd be cool I I think I've outgrown that does that make sense somebody the other day was like that's so cool you get to meet these guys and everything and I'm like yeah, like I can't wait to. I'm shake. pretty pumped to meet Jordan Walker. Yeah, I, gotta I can't admit wait. That. I can't wait to shake his hand, and but like I, I can't wait to talk to Brad Thompson and Chip Carey. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> just because they're more my age, and like I'm, I, I'm, I, I'm ready to pick their brain about stuff. Whereas Jordan Walker, I mean, is going to be a stud. I think we hope in this league, um, and 
15 years ago, I would be like, oh, my gosh. But now I'm just kind of like, ah, yeah, I can't wait to meet the young man and, and go from there. So it'll be fun. Be fun to do. No doubt about it. Yeah, once again, Friday, 11 a.m., the doors open, come out. Well, Lon and I will be there. You can hang out yep. with us a little bit. Yeah, we'll be there early. We'll be there by 11. Yep. So we usually just wait for the bus to get there. As soon as the bus gets there, we kind of uh, – all of them come into a room. It's a special room. VIP room, right? Yeah. Really, it's just a room full of media people that we then get a chance to talk to them for, what, 20, 30 minutes, and then they head out and talk with all you non-VIP people. Mm -hmm. And I got (laughs) to teach Cade, (laughs) I got to teach my son this week how to, you know, pushing people around, hold your spot in the line for the autograph. Let's go. Don't don't get punked. Don't get don't fall for the top tap on the shoulder. Turn around, <laughs> move. Like I got a lot of work, a lot of work on. You got you got four days. Yeah, no doubt. Better put some time in here because you got a game Wednesday night. Yeah, it's true. Against uh, Michigan State no, Thursday night. Or I'm sorry, yep. Thursday. Yeah, my bad. Yep. You know what I did today? I was looking at the when they played the date, and I started writing down that they've got Michigan State and Maryland at home on Wednesday and Saturday. And then I looked, and it was the 2023 calendar. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Lon. So I marked it off, and then I got the 24 <laughs> out. And it's like, oh, wait, that's a Thursday, Thursday and Sunday. a Sunday. So that's when Illinois plays this week. So yep. I hope I didn't confuse everybody. On that note, a pair of back-to-back home games, I should say, a pair of home games back-to-back for the Illini coming up. Michigan State, who has been playing better of late, although they just lost last night to Northwestern, 88-74, mm-hmm. to convincing win for the Wildcats, bouncing back from beating or losing to the Illini by 30 here in Champaign. And then Maryland, who's had a yeah. terrible season. Uh, I know their record probably isn't even indicative of how poorly they've been. They, totally they, agree. They've been uh, pretty rough and offensively one of the worst teams out there in terms of three-point shooting. And they just lost at Minnesota uh, here over the weekend as well after – uh, getting dominated by Purdue as well. So Minnesota's three and one. Isn't that nuts? Three and one in this. I was one and three. Mm. Which I'm not saying that's bad. You know, like, I mean, like, one and three is bad. <laughs> I'd say that. Uh, whatever Michigan is, that's bad. Yeah, they. How about Juwan Howard saying, "Nah, you know, Phil Martell, you go ahead and coach this game." They looked so bad last night. They lose to Penn State. They played that at the Palestra. Yep. And I get why they do that. That's a cool homage if you will to philly and it was cool that they that Jawan howard let phil martelli coach that game his grandson it's cool but it's weird yeah, it's it's, it's doing the weird. middle of a season you you had lost three straight right it's not really a time right. to be doing some gimmicks although people would probably counter and say well actually martelli's probably your best chance right to win if he's calling the shots and not Juwan. probably calling most of them but anyways yeah michigan just looked really really not good does that make sense trent was Have it? they checked out? Trent Williams the, is it Trent? Um, Not Trent. I used to have a Terrence buddy. Williams. Terrence, sorry. Uh, he he's he looked good. Doug McDaniel. I mean, he scored nine and eleven in two games. The last two games, and he, he did have five assists to lead him. No, 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 no. No, your boy Amari Burnett had six. Burnett is not very athletic. No, he's not very quick. He can't jump that well. Uh, pretty good shooter if you give him shooter, time. Yeah. yeah, Michigan just yeah. – They do not look good. No, they're not going to be a, a tournament team in all indications. And it now just continues to be more of a sure thing that Juwan Howard's going to be gone after this year. And I I put it on Twitter yesterday. Why not now? Like, Why are you not yeah. just axing the guy right now, I guess, if you don't want – He looks so not into it. Yeah. 
And I, I don't – was he just there to get his kid through and then that was it? Didn't this kid, Jet, wasn't he, didn't he play last year? And that, Jet was uh, one and done last year, yeah. and then he's got his other one. Oh, that's uh, right. That's still there and actually got into the little verbal spat with the strength coach that then led to the yes. whole thing that, that blew up a couple of weeks ago. Ugh. Hey, Illinois 10th, by the way, on the – Yeah, they stuck in the top 10 of the AP poll despite losing to Purdue, and I, I don't really – argue with it i mean the metrics back it up when you you know the ap poll is opinions of a variety of riders out there who have a vote the uh you know ken palm still has them seventh in the country right. the net rankings have them ninth so uh, that aligns with on the whole their the way their resume is is thought of they don't have a bad loss obviously mm -hmm. they, they've won an impressive fashion in, in a handful of games especially in games they're supposed to win like you're supposed to beat Missouri. You hammered them. You're supposed to beat Northwestern, even though that was a game without Terrence. And there are a lot mm, of questions mm -hmm. about how that looked. You hammered them as well. So uh, not a bad loss at Purdue. It, it was frustrating. Let's go Let's go back to this. I, if I'm an Illini fan, I am encouraged by the way they responded in the second Agreed. half. I'm encouraged by the way that Marcus Damas continues to play. Quincy Garriers had three straight double-doubles. Yeah, just dominating on the board. So that's that's obviously a, a good sign. Luke Goody shot it well. Yeah, kind of he broke did. out of a little – Four mini threes. shooting slump. He can get off his parents' back. I know he's talking <laughs> on our, our show last week about, awesome. you know, I, I told him they didn't feed me well enough, and, and I came back here, and I, my shot's been off, but uh, he got that thing going. Uh, defensively, of course, they didn't get enough stops. They didn't especially rebound well enough on the defensive glass. Purdue, I think, had 17 offensive rebounds in the game, 11 in the first half. I should have that pulled up. I apologize. Derek doing his left-handed. 18 offensive rebounds in the game, 11 wow. in the first half. Wow. Especially in that early stretch, it seemed like offensive rebound, kick out three. It was a play that we saw a number of different times. So there was, there was a mix of good and bad, and I do think that I'll be interested to watch, not to just like completely pin it on one guy or, or whatnot. Ty Rogers' inability to shoot mm. was something that Purdue – responded well to by having a center guard him now it's not just any center it's the right the most dominating physical presence uh, in terms of a center out there at 7-4-300 but why wouldn't you if you're Michigan State put Maddie Sissoko on Ty Rogers if you're Maryland yep. Julian Reese or just project on whoever Illinois is going to face in the tournament I get that Ty can have a better chance to score at the rim against some other guys than it would be Zach Eady but it was very obvious that he was no threat to score outside of the paint and didn't even show any interest to do so. I thought Purdue had a good adjustment there, and they that was the difference in the game. Purdue starting 20-4 to four in the scoreboard, and, tie, and Edie having to guard a shooter, zero possessions in the first eight minutes. I thought that was a, a good move for Painter. I thought Brad could have countered earlier, uh, and he didn't, and that was the difference in my opinion. That's a good point. And did we know Ty Rogers couldn't shoot in high school? We knew he didn't really take jump shots, yes. I remember, I guess, reading your stuff or reading national stuff saying that he's going to have to improve on that jump shot in college. I didn't know it would get to the point where he just doesn't even want to take a shot. He doesn't even look to do it. It's no. just very strange to me. To be a top 10 ranked team in the country and to have aspirations of going on a decent run in, in March, maybe a Sweet 16, if you will, and to then have one essentially one-fifth of your team have zero ability to score the basketball. I know he can get to the rim on occasion, but it's not like he plays above the rim either. Yeah, I mean, he's a good athlete, but he hasn't finished at the rim like 
tremendously. He's right. a, he's a much different like Terrence Shannon going to the basket and finishing. Now I know we're talking about a guy that was on a fast track to a All American, but uh, yeah, Ty at the at the basket has not finished at the same rate uh, as a a different you know more mm-hmm. consistent guy at the, at the at the rim than um, than him, but. The, the floater, the runner, has not been a, an effective Mm-mm. route for him. Uh, I think that Synergy has him at like five for – or four for 15, I think, on the year on a runner or a floater. And then he hasn't taken a jump shot all season. Took two last year and didn't make either. I'm just – it's just kind of frustrating to me. I'll be honest with you. It's just kind of frustrating. And I love – I'm the guy that would love everything about Ty Rogers. The fact that he rebounds, everybody knows that's – like you love quarterback percentage, completion, completion percentage. I'm yep. a rebounding guy. And I love what Ty can do there defensively. He obviously can button up somebody pretty well. But it's just really strange to all of a sudden come to a really big game and Ty Rogers only plays 18 minutes. And it's like, ugh. But, yeah, I mean, listen, that's a blueprint for a lot of teams to follow. Why wouldn't you? Like you said. Why wouldn't you? And I'm not sure other teams why they haven't done that. Probably asking themselves that question, right? Yeah, Northwestern probably watching back if they uh-huh. if they care. But Illinois hung what ninety six on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and instead of having Matthew Nicholson go try to chase Coleman Hawkins around on the perimeter, you could just kind of plant yeah. there in the paint. And I think it, I it not only just puts you in a situation where if you pass tie the ball and he's not within ten feet of the rim or less, he's not a threat to score. No. But the center who is helping off Ty is then a roadblock for Marcus Damascus to get to the basket. I think the, the booty ball is stopped to where you're you're not going to push. If Ty – or let's let's forecast it forward. If Mar- Marcus Damascus has Tyson Walker on him, yep, he's not going to be able to back him all the way down to the rim if Maggie Sissoko is waiting there Correct. And, and not having to guard Ty. So it leaves him in a turnaround jumper situation. Now – Marcus has made a lot of those. Right. Uh, and, and when you have a size advantage, it makes that shot cleaner. But uh, I think also anybody that wants to drive to the basket, if that center is guarding Ty and not having to, to honor him, he's waiting there in, in the paint. Not to say that you can't then like force, like they did a couple of times in the second half, force Edie's attention, then kick it to Ty on the baseline. He's got to make that shot at a, at a higher rate to make it effective. But that did open up a little bit more early second half than it was there in the first. So there there are ways to try to work around it, but it is just frustrating a guy that is in a second year in college, was thought of really highly as a recruit, just doesn't even have a jump shot in, in his game, even though his free throw percentage I improved know. from like 38% last year to near 70% this year. So you'd think if you can shoot 70% at the line, surely you could make a – 12-foot jumper, right. right? What's the saying? You're going to miss 100% of the sh- 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. And, I, you know, I, give me four games with an eighth-grade basketball team, and I would go into practice and tell each kid where to go practice shooting. Like, I could tell you where their strength was or they needed to get better. I just don't understand why Ty Rogers can't spend an hour a day. I'm not saying he doesn't work hard. I'm sure the kid is – and I'm not all the way down on it. I, I just it was just yeah, right. weird. I just don't know. Can he not? Can can a manager and him and maybe they do this? Can he not take 500 jump shots from the elbow and right right around the free throw line? Because in that scenario of Damask 
booty balling Tyson Walker with Sissoko in his way, a quick flip of the pass to Rodgers, and a quick little 15-foot jumper should be... That's wide open. 50% you should make on those. You'd hope. And I would think that they would want Ty to shoot once or twice because let's say he makes his first or second shot. Well, now you got to honor that. And maybe you pulled the other team completely out of what they were trying to do. And I, I, I get that Ty is a good cutter as well. And I like that. I mean, he can cut yeah. and there's things he can do off that. But yeah, you, you just, I hope that today is the last time we talk about this as an issue because we haven't had to talk about it up until now. And then they took advantage of it. And now I just feel like it's a copycat league sometimes when it comes to that. And this might be something that we touch on each week. And I just don't want to touch on that each week. That's fair. I do also think if you're Illinois, it's great that you had this brought to your attention in early January instead of middle of March. Good point. Because great point. Illinois had to learn a tough lesson against Loyola when it's like, all right, we've ran pick and roll with Io and Kofi for obviously all season, but in, in particular, the last two months of Illinois doing that all the way through the, the runs of the Big Tens, the Big Ten tournament, it was unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And then a team decided, we're going to blitz you. We're going to send the guy who was guarding Kofi and Io's defender at Io yep. to try to trap him 25 feet from the basket. Throw it to Kofi. He's not going to do anything at the three-point line. If he wants to try to catch and dribble, catch and shoot, whatever. And it just completely derailed Illinois in that game. So it was someone that found a chink in the armor and exploited it in the most – the most inopportune, inopportune time. <laughs> thank you for the word. The most inopportune time of the season, and your season was over. Yeah. It's better Illinois saw this now and can try to work on ways against it when Ty's on the court or realize that there might be a ripcord you got to pull and say, we just can't play Ty in this situation. Now, the problem for Illinois is that their bench is really, really right. shortened right now. Right. So the options are, are slim in terms of plug you know taking him out and plugging somebody else in although Justin Harmon is a nice yeah he is. option right now with the way he shot it well and of course with Shannon all along having him that that too it really kind of negated that probably in the sense that you I mean our it seems like transition wise we were just if you could yeah if you could run it, right. it's a lot different then ties a whole different you know he, he's not settling I was looking at the rest of this uh Purdue is still number one Houston still undefeated I think the only undefeated they are, too. They just seem like one of those teams you don't want to match up yeah. with. And admittedly, I, I still haven't really watched them play. I haven't either. I saw that they were up on West Virginia like 66-27 to 27 at some uh, point uh, during the weekend, but West Virginia's bad this year. and I, just, I need to sit down. The, the good thing about evaluating Houston this year is they're not going to just run through the American, right. and you won't have seen them, but maybe once, if at all, before the tournament comes, they'll play Kansas – They'll play Baylor. They'll play other teams in the Big 12 where we'll get more of a viewing opportunity. What's-his-face is doing a great job there. Kelvin Sampson's What's had his a face? <laughs> heck of a run. What's, can I tell you, I was, listening to, I was listening to this podcast this morning, and the lady says, you know, and I sat there a minute, and I'm like, we all say that. In everyday conversation, you and I on the radio, we say the term you know, and I'm like, who, who invented that? Like, what dude back in 1780 was talking to his neighbor and was talking about the sheep and just said, you know, like <laughs> you know. when they go out in the afternoon and it's like, hey, 
I like that you know. Like, that was a good bridge while you think of the next thing to say. It is. I don't know. I just thought of that today. I'm like, who invented the you know? But the funny thing about you know is that if you're telling someone you know, <laughs> the, then why like, do I, I need to, why do I, why do you need to say what you're about to say if the other person already knows? <laughs> well, we went to Pia's, you know, and, and ran into, well, you know, I mean, we ran into, no, I don't. I have no idea who you ran into. Um, <laughs> Tennessee is ranked fifth. That's cool for uh-huh. Illinois. Yeah. Marquette is 11th. We're actually a spot ahead of Marquette. Marquette just lost to Seton Hall. They haven't gotten off to a, a hot start in Big East play, but still a, a very good team. Still good. Wisconsin, 15. They looked good. Highest they've been ranked all year. They just don't miss. They don't miss. Even even uh, Tyler Wall knocked down a three this last game. You can tell I'm starting to watch Big Ten a lot. And you got Creighton fell to 22, Gonzaga's 23. That's weird to see. And Florida Atlantic, I can't remember the guy from Arthur, but he was, he's been dogging Florida Atlantic that that wasn't that great of a win for oh. Illinois. Uh, they just lost to, to Charlotte. Charlotte. So that was not a good look for Florida Atlantic. They but, beat uh, So they, after, shortly after, a few weeks after Illinois beat them, then they beat Arizona. That's which right. Which then it was like, okay, that's a legit win. Anybody that said it wasn't, Calm down, quiet down. But then since then, FAU lost to Florida Gulf Coast. Oh. Friend of the show, Pat Chambers, coaches there. Oh, yes. And then uh, they lost nice. to Charlotte this past weekend. So not a good loss for them. And Illinois could use another hang your hat on the resume type of win. Like, okay. They could use another quad one win. Right now, FAU is the only one. Uh, as it sets up today, the Michigan State game would be a quad one coming okay. up on Thursday. So that would be a nice one. And you always want to protect your – your house in Big Ten play anyway. so That's going to be a big game against Michigan State. Absolutely. We are due for a break. Before yes. we do that, I'm going to have you do a little work if you don't mind. I can do that, yeah. yeah. Isn't that what I'm doing anyway? That's right. You're working. You know. <laughs> well, let me tell you, you know, about Busey. As you file your tax return, yeah, I know, it's tax season. Busey wants you to be aware of identity thieves who could be scheming to steal your refund And they've got some ideas for you to help in terms of not letting them steal that. How about secure your Wi-Fi connection? Shred sensitive documents. That's always key. Lock away secure documents. Hopefully you've got maybe a safe at your house or office that you can file those away. Secure your tax return by mailing at the post office or an official mailbox instead of your home and just letting it sit there. Monitor your mail. If your employer mails your four two or other documents with financial information make sure it gets to you one other thing is the irs where is it they don't uh they don't text you right is that right uh where did i read that at yeah they do not text you i went out on a limb here they don't call you they don't text you Mm -hmm. so if all of a sudden you get a text from somebody from the irs or a phone call it's not them so don't worry about that and, and get caught in one of those. Remember, the best way to protect yourself from fraud is to be proactive. Busey wants you to be informed of any security issues, scams, alerts that may compromise your personal or financial information. Busey cares. Busey, member, FDIC. I remember. When we return, there is some news that just came out as far as Terrence Shannon Jr. What? You have to stick around for that. This is The Drive. 
end of the stick and always being stuck with cold water for your showers? Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing is here to help. With current tax incentives and rebates, you can save up to $900 on a high-efficiency tankless water heater, unlimited hot water, and saving on your energy bills. It seems like the best gift you could give your home. With the current promotion of 0% financing for qualified applicants, you can't afford not to call. 217-841-4728. Dogtown Heating, Air, and Plumbing. Your home's best friend. This is Cardinals broadcaster Ricky Horton. Soon enough, the boys of summer will be back and on the fields in Jupiter, Florida. Spring training 2024. It'll be another season of the home runs, the hits, and the unforgettable moments. We will have you covered and will be with you from the first pitch to the final out right here on the Cardinals radio network powered by Graybar. The Cardinal Caravan is coming to the iHotel Friday, January 12th at noon with ESPN 93.5. From computer systems to bricks and tires, too. At PDR, fixing cars is what they do. Remember, when you turn the key and the car won't run, call 367-9481 or use their dedicated text-only line at 383-0619. Additional information, including repair quotes and online scheduling requests, available from the website at pdrauto.com. Remember, they are what's best for your truck or car. They are PDR. Bet like the pros with the world's largest sports book right at your fingertips. Circus Sports is now available in Illinois. Hi, I'm Derek Stevens. I've been a lifelong sports better and I'm the owner of Circus Sports. We're excited that the Circus Sports app is now ready for action. Experience big app bets with high betting limits, tight money line splits, and more. Now you can download, fund, and bet like a pro from anywhere in Illinois. Download your new bookie today at CircusSports.com. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text ILGAMB to 833-234. We all have a mission in life, something that drives us to explore, to grow, to love. And when we discover it, we're made whole. At OSF Healthcare, we want you to be the best you possible. We're here for you on your schedule to make your life just a little bit easier. Whatever your mission is, we're here to support it. Your life, our mission. Learn more at osfhealthcare.org mission. A tradition of excellence over 150 years in the making. At Busey Bank, we're committed to building relationships that span generations. Wherever your journey in life leads you, we are with you along the way, creating a legacy for you and your family. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868, proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Get the roof your home deserves by Roof Doctors, your residential roofing specialist that has always offered the best warranties in the industry, like our non-prorated 50-year warranty. Our customers love that we are family-owned and locally operated. We make our customer needs our top priority. With over 30 years' experience and the best customer service, give Roof Doctors a call today for your free estimate at 328-7529. In your community and for your community, Roof Doctors. You've heard about the doggy bag, right? From Bulldog Disposal Muhammad, a six cubic yard canvas bag that can be used for easy cleanup instead of a big dumpster. The one-time use bag is now available and you can save the delivery charge. Get the doggy bag at Do It Best Hardware in Champaign at 107 West Springfield. So fill up the bag, call Bulldog Disposal, have it disposed of, and you'll be organized. Go to bulldoggybag.com for all the details. That's bulldoggybag.com.
Back on the drive with Sam Piper, ESPN Radio 93.5. There has been a development in the Terrence Shannon situation. Uh, credit to Bob Osmussen, News Gazette. This oh, is Bob. who broke the story, and it goes as follows. So, attorneys representing Terrence Shannon have filed a request for a temporary restraining order uh, in Champaign County Court. They did so on Monday, seeking the suspended Illini basketball stars return to the team. The They are citing the lack of due process and lack of contact with a three-person university panel considering the case. Here's the quote. TJ has consistently maintained his innocence. All we want is fair process, and we haven't gotten one yet. That quote said from an attorney in Shannon's legal team to the News Gazette on Monday. Okay. Has the three-person panel, have they yet, have they made a decision you yet? No, see, that's the thing. Or are I, we even privy to that? We're not privy to that. There have been, there's been very little that's come out uh, outside of Josh Whitman's comments the day after the suspension Good. was initiated and, and it was after Terrence turned himself in and Lawrence. Uh, nothing else has come of that. I asked Brad Underwood last week, pretty much knowing that he probably wasn't going to say a whole lot, but I got to ask. Right. Um, has the panel ruled? Have you been given any indication of when the panel will rule? And he said that any change to Shannon's status will be um, then shared uh, amongst to those covering, and there will be an announcement. There has been no announcement. So I think what could happen, based on the way it was described to to me and other reporters in that room when Josh Whitman sat down, is that they could make a ruling to yep. continue on with the indefinite suspension, which very well could have happened. There's really been no other information or happenings in the legal process to where it would change that. And it, it may not come out because there would be no change. So they mm. may they may not have to say anything like the panel met Tuesday. They decided that there was no change. Or I would assume change. if uh, they were going to let him play, then we'd hear about it. Well, that. right. If, right? if yeah. there was a change, then it would be announced. So what plays out as far as this temporary restraining order, could Shannon be back with the team for Thursday's game against Michigan State. Interesting. The basketball side is easier to break down than the actual, like, <laughs> the perception, the the perception of what this would look like for Illinois, uh, what how this plays out, what case they have in, in terms of Shannon's side getting that restraining order. It, it's more murky and, and harder to, to really to know. But Well, and it, it's, we talked about it that day. It's frustrating because when it comes to basketball and him not playing right now, you're – assuming more guilt than innocence. And right. if you flipped it around, what it, you know, if, if you flipped it around and he played, then you'd be assuming more innocence than guilt. It's just, it's tricky. It's, it's tricky. But now is this what they're doing here? Is this more against Illinois? Yes. Okay. Now it's, it's in relation to the suspension that Shannon is currently serving through Illinois process and it, it, the way that they have it to where it's an it's an immediate and indefinite suspension upon an arrest and then it has to go to the th this three-person panel then to rule on it which as we've talked about it'd be hard to imagine them having enough evidence to overturn the ruling of a, an indefinite suspension without anything coming out as far as the legal process because they don't have i'm guessing they're not on the horn with the police Right department and, and Lawrence saying, "Give us everything you have, so we can <laughs> we can make a ruling on this." I, I doubt they've heard the account of the accuser, uh, so that's where it's it's difficult. And of course, there's liability on the line, or just the overall 
the the perception of if Illinois is caught playing a guy that is charged with rape and then found guilty, then obviously that is going to come down heavy sure. on Illinois. Um, not only Illinois, but if whoever made that decision to let it happen. So that's where it's 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 difficult. Of course, there are many different ways to to frame this, and we don't know. Like. I can we can go through the hypotheticals like mm-hmm. let's let's say Terrence is indeed innocent like mm-hmm. he's maintaining if he is indeed innocent then this legal process is very very unfortunate because of the how long it will take to get to the finale of it there's no doubt uh, and if this is just a a wrong accusation a false accusation whatever it may be that then derails his season yep and all, all, obviously, you have some earning potential in there as well. Yeah, he's NIL auditioning right now for his future, and also with and the, NIL, with yeah, the NBA too. It would be it would seem wrong. The problem is we don't know. We, I think Illinois only knows one side of the story, and that right. being Terrence's. Right. So that's where it's difficult and tricky. Um, yeah, I think it'd be a a terrible look if Illinois on their own said, "Terrence, we will let you play." until this gets sorted out because then they're playing someone with a rape charge, which is, it's, that's, that's not, again, we don't know everything. We don't know what led the DA to then issuing this charge on Terrence, but there had to be some kind of probable cause or something that led them to feeling like he did this, or Mm -hmm. there was likely a a likelihood enough that they would need a a trial to have this charge go out. It's not like, Hey, we heard the grapevine that this might have happened, so let's charge you right. with rape. Um, or this D- DA, and she's like 0 and 8. I know. There's that too. like this. There's so that too. Uh, Tim asked on the U of I line like text line, can NCAA place punishment or sanctions on Illinois for playing Shannon if guilty, or is it a matter of just um, getting blasted by public opinion? I would I assume think it'd be the latter. The latter, yeah. yeah. And Jay said, does he lose his NIL deal with being suspended? I would assume yes. I don't know that. For, for sure, I, I know that in the the legal process with the players that were denied their waivers for uh, a transfer immediate eligibility. So the guy uh, is it Khalif Battle at, at West Virginia sued mm-hmm. in court the NCAA saying I'm not getting my NIL money. Gotcha. If I would have played, but then it, the the funny part of that about that, of course, is not necessarily funny, but. NIL is not supposed to be pay for play. Like right. within the the framework of it, it, there's not supposed to be anything tied to well, you play 31 games with Illinois uh-huh. and you get this much money. So uh, I think, admittedly, there was some of that with the Sky Clark situation. Sky yeah. Clark, instead of just mid year saying I'm out, transferring, see it, put me in the portal, that he was on a quote unquote leave from the team. I think that allowed him, based on the wording of it, based on the way it was it was looked at, at least. I know there was some rumblings elsewhere. We kind of kind of knew the truth. He wasn't coming back. Right. But it might have allowed him to still get the rest of his NIL money by going that direction. So that part of it also is is interesting. And, and also, we don't have all those details because they're not public record. They're not, they're not contracts like they are yeah. in, at the next level. 217, how did Alabama let the kid play who was an accessory to murder last year? Yeah, there was that was highly scrutinized, but I think the difference, as we've discussed here, is that Brandon Miller was not charged with anything, right? Whereas Shannon, whereas has, been Shannon has been charged in Kansas with rape, and I'm sure that does make a big difference to a university making a decision like this. It, it would, would have to it have to, yeah. So, 
Yeah, it's interesting. You you had mentioned, you know, that panel. I would certainly hope that that panel has as much information as anybody to make a decision on Terrence Shannon. Or I mean, wait until they do. Or wait until they do, But right. the problem is if they're waiting for enough information, it could be the remainder of this season exactly. before they even had it. Yeah, this is just a tragic story. I mean, it's just it's just crazy that – well, you said, okay, well, you, you said what if Shannon is innocent and he's not playing, that's wrong. Uh, what if Illinois – what if this panel decides, okay, we have enough – we feel like we have enough to know that he's going to win – he's going to beat these charges and we're going to let him play. I mean, if you're an Illinois fan, all of a sudden now, you're probably a little bit hesitant to that. I don't yeah. – I mean, is everybody is just fine with these charges still hanging over him and then you're out – you're just saying, let's go. And he's out playing. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I've never, I've never faced that situation as a fan. But man, would it make Illinois better? Well, of course, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so I, I think if it's the if it's the panel making that decision, you better be sure that you're right. Yeah. I just hope that there's a resolution to this by like mid February. I just hope there's a resolution either way, to where either now I'm speaking as a basketball fan now, right? Sure, We're in that course. corner. I just hope that either we find out that he is cleared of all charges, Illinois gets him back for a stretch run of the final Big Ten games, and you've got him in the NCAA tournament. Or the other way, if it turned out bad for Terrence and he doesn't beat the charges and he is indeed charged or convicted, then obviously you've played without him and you know you're not. Yeah, it's it's over. Then it's over for him. That's correct. So. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I I say tragic. I mean, it, it's unfortunate. So I think one thing from Illinois' side here is if this is if this restraining order is granted by the Champaign County Court, that it's it's not Illinois making that decision. It would be then court ordered a restraining order against the suspension. So Illinois could say it wasn't us saying. Yeah. I know you're charged with 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 rape, Good Terrence. Point, right Derek. now, you're allowed to play. It's that the court is saying that the suspension needs to be put on hold in the meantime. So Illinois could could take a step away from the the limelight in terms of the liability on sure. that. Although, let's be honest, there will be a lot of targets put on Illinois if they roll out a player. There's no doubt with those charges in the meantime and not say, no, actually, I, we're not going to play him. We we can't play him with in, in the meantime. And it would blow up this idea of this three-person panel that Josh. That would, too. And the university seem to be very proud of the way they do this. And if, if they have ruled, come out and say it, right? I know. I get it, like, in terms of some of the, the secrecy around here and not maybe putting those people in the – putting their names in headlines because then, obviously, I mean, let's be honest, I mean, people could – could look those people up and, and try to you know alter with the the decisions or put pressure on whatever it might be yeah um, so I get some of that but I, I do think when a decision is made it would only be right if if someone from that panel answered to whatever that whatever went into those decisions right unless there's a unless there's a something in there that that says you're on the panel but you don't really ever have to you just have to make a decision. Right. Tom texted, and this is the United States, presumed innocent. There have been countless people who have been falsely accused and still maligned even after proven innocent. 
If he did this, he belongs in jail, but he should be given the benefit of the doubt. The police will press charges purely based on an accusation. So, yeah. Okay. Matt says we have no idea of his guilt, but if, those are both capitalized, both, he has charged by a law enforcement agency, we have to give them to benefit the benefit of the doubt. In other words, that that's why they're so not. So then playing. in the meantime, yeah, you can't plan. Right. So um very interesting. Crazy. Crazy development. Well, um, and, and just again, and and there's probably many reasons for this, and I'm certainly not an attorney, nor am I bashing our court system because I feel like I'm sure they do everything they can. It's 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 unfortunate that it's such a slow moving machine that January 18 is the first time that they'll even appear. And I'm guessing from, and again, I don't follow these things that often. So I'm guessing though, January 18th, they're not going to come to a conclusion. It will then be stepped down another month or two. And now all of a sudden, if it's just a month, now you're February 18, let's say. And so it's like, (laughs) how does this, like, that would be my question. How does this end? It's It ends with either a plea or it ends with somebody dropping the charges. I just don't see how it ends any quicker for Terrence Shannon's side until you get in front of yeah. the court and have a chance to explain things and prove, et cetera. Whereas if, if, if the other side would drop charges, then it could end. Right. But unfortunately, it just it's it's not a fast moving machine. Mm-hmm. And the other tricky part about the plea, I know some might wonder if if he if that that would be an expedited resolution. But mm. there's a zero tolerance policy I- involved. If he pleads to anything regarding sexual misconduct, he's done. Right. And I and obviously I, I think based on him maintaining his innocence, I don't think he'd want that. If he truly believes he's innocent, right, he would not plea exactly. to a a sexual misconduct charge or any kind of step down even if it's a misdemeanor or whatever because i mean that's that's very serious and it would be very could affect the rest of his life altering as far as his yep. life and his basketball playing career there's so, no doubt um had to touch on that i know we did plan to play some brown i don't think we're going to get to it today no, all right um uh, but let, let's catch one more break and then we'll return to wrap up the show if you want to win you can 217-359 2255 on the U of I Alignment Link text line. This is The Drive. I'm Justin Ike, co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. So, Justin, tell me what you see as typical when it comes to sewer repair. Give me a scenario. Your sewer's backed up and somebody comes along and says, you need this repair for X amount of dollars. Here's my price. And you don't think to go looking for another company or a second opinion because you don't feel like you have time. So is it possible that you might get charged a little more because it's kind of a desperate moment? Do some companies do that? Oh, absolutely they will. They know you're in a pinch. Typically, if you call us, me or Will can be out there within an hour to look at that problem for you. Whether you call me first or you call me second, make sure you give me a call. Anything else, Justin? You can always trust Fred's. Great to know. Thank you. That's Justin Ike, the co-owner of Fred's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, Electric, and Underground. If you want more information about this great 45-year family-owned company, just go to fredscu.com. That's fredscu.com. 
In an ever-changing real estate market, it is so important to work with experienced agents like Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor teams at Taylor Realty Associates. They have the knowledge and expertise to get your home sold for the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time. Trust the experience and success of Russ and Nick Taylor with the Taylor team at Taylor Realty Associates. Give them a call today at 217-355-0700 or visit them online at taylorboys.com. That's taylorboys.com. Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Hey, where are you headed? To Kelsey Furniture in Tuscola. What do they have there? What don't they have there? Living room furniture, benches, chests, love seats, sectionals, tables, bedroom sets, hutches, nightstands, end tables, cabinets, mirrors, stools, clocks, lamps, pillows, rugs, desks, media consoles, patio furniture, Tempur-Pedic mattresses, and more. So, everything. Yeah, probably could have uh, just said that. Kelsey Furniture, quality for less. Are you tired of shivering in the winter? Look no further than your local heroes at ABC Heating and Air Conditioning. Hi, this is Gina inviting you to give us a call at 217-352-5400 to book your appointment to make sure your furnace is run safely and efficiently this winter. We've been proudly locally owned and operated and have been serving our community for over 50 years. ABC, always be comfortable. Call me 217-352-5400 to book your appointment today or go to abcheatingandac.com. Welcome to Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Hi, I'm looking for a refrigerator. When you buy from us, you get the whole store. Oh, yeah, well, I just need a refrigerator. Don't need the whole store. But you get it, the whole store. My kitchen is only about this big. You get me. Hello. All those delivery, installation, and service technicians in back. Wow, all those people? The Dick Van Dyke 510 year protection plan, which means in the unlikely event something goes wrong in the first five years, your repair cost is nothing. Nothing? 10 years parts coverage on the major components. Looks like I'm getting more than the refrigerator today. Um, how much does this whole store cost? Nothing. Come on. For real. We guarantee to beat any competitor's deal, all that other stuff we talked about, like our service tax. And your 510 year protection plan. All included. I'm Dennis Freak and chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. And when we say you get the whole store, we mean the whole store. Wow. Dick Van Dyke Hi, this is Chris Jackson with Kramer Siding and Window. And whatever your project, you can count on Kramer Siding to offer you the best products backed by the best warranties in the business and a lifetime of great customer service. 